Episode 115. My name is Chris, and welcome to the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Noticeable absence from our intro there, unfortunately. Uh, the sickness has hit the Peach family, um, and so I'm going to be flying solo today. Um, prayers for uh, Justin and Mary Beth and, and all the boys that everybody gets to feeling better soon. Um, but uh, in, in, in an effort to uh, keep this train rolling and uh, not miss a week of the podcast, I just wanted to jump on today and share a couple thoughts with you Um some things that I've been been reading about and studying about, um, and I hope that uh, this is a blessing for you today. Um, I want to take a look at uh, one particular passage in Scripture. It comes from the book of Matthew, um, and it's just such a such an interesting and and profound idea. Uh, we've got these four gospels. Um, gospel accounts of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, 89 total chapters of biblical text. Um, so we, in these four gospel accounts, these are really um, an account of the life and the ministry, um, the death and the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ. And, and in these four accounts, we get uh, so much information uh, about his birth, about his ministry, about the people he chose to be around, his disciples, his apostles. Uh, we hear about uh, his travels, um, how he walked from place to place, uh, riding in boats. We, we get this look into um, the life of, of his relationship with the Father, his prayer habits. Uh, we get these long teachings, um, speeches um, uh, that are laying out this kingdom vision um, for the world. We get to hear these interactions that he has with um, uh, people who disagree with him objections, further teaching uh, that comes from uh, those objections. Uh, we get to see how he understood himself uh, in, in the context of the Old Testament, the fulfillment of Old Testament scriptures. Um, and then in all four accounts, we, we, we get this picture of, of his arrest and his unjust arrest and his, his death uh, and then his glorious astonishing, unbelievable resurrection. And there's, if you think about it, you know, there have just been untold thousands of pages written about the life and the ministry and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. But where I want to focus in today, there, there's just one place um, where Jesus himself opens us up to the reality of, of, of his heart. Um, there's just this one place, it's, it's possibly uh, one of the most beautiful phrases that have ever been spoken by human lips, and, and we get to hear what Jesus has to say about who he is at his core. Um, and this passage comes from the, the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And Jesus says here, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's incredible. In this one place in Scripture, this one place in the Bible, we see Jesus himself. He's going to pull back the curtain on who he is and let us look way down into the core of who he is. And what do we see there? You know, Jesus here has an opportunity to tell you um, one of the most true things about himself. And what do we see? We're not told that he is um, stern and demanding in heart. Uh, We're not told that he is um, exalted and dignified in heart. Uh, We're not even told that he is is joyful and, and generous and giving in his heart. When, we, when Jesus, on his own terms, set the stage here, his, his claim is that he is gentle and lowly in heart. Consider that. That is how he chose to describe the core, the center of who he is. And, and, and that's an important uh, piece of this puzzle. You know, when we... When we're, we're talking about the Bible, we're talking about Scripture, whether we're talking about Old Testament or New Testament, when the Bible talks about the heart, it's not, not really thinking about it in our modern terms where we're either thinking about an organ inside of our chest or when people talk about the heart, they're really talking about their emotional life. When Scripture talks about the heart, it's not talking about our emotional life only, but really it's the central animating core of all we are and all we do. When you think about the heart, it's what gets you out of the bed in the morning. Um, and, and, and it's the things that, that drive you throughout the day and, and what you daydream about when you drift off to sleep. Your heart, in, in biblical terms, is, is motivation central. It's, it's, it's the headquarters of your motivation. It's what gets you going. It's not a part of who you are, but the center of who you are. And what do we see here when Jesus um, takes off the veil and tells us about his own heart? When we, when we see Jesus tells us what animates him most deeply, what's most true about him, what we find there is that he is gentle and lowly. Who? <laughs> Who could, who could make something like that up? <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. So I uh, just want to spend a few minutes here and look at these two words, gentle um, and lowly, and, and try to help us understand what that means in terms of us as followers of Jesus. So first, this word gentle, uh, the Greek word that's uh, translated gentle here occurs uh, only three other times uh, in the New Testament. Um, the first is uh, the first beatitude uh, when, when Jesus says that the meek will inherit the earth. This is the same word uh, that's translated gentle um, in, this, in this passage from Matthew 11. We see it again uh, in Matthew 21, um, verse 5, which is actually a quote of Zechariah 9.9, when it says that Jesus the King is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey. This word humble here is the same word used in Matthew 11 for gentle. Gentle. 
Absolutely incredible. It, here Jesus says that one of his core motivating characteristics of his own heart is gentleness, meekness, humbleness. And what does this what does this mean? What does this mean for us today? Uh, Jesus is not trigger happy. <laughs> he's not he's not harsh. He's not mean. Um, he, he's not reactionary. He's not easily frustrated or exasperated with us. Jesus, in, in describing himself as gentle, um, places him as, as the most understanding person in the universe. The posture that's most natural to him is not a pointed finger, but open arms. Is this how you see Jesus? When you close your eyes and you imagine the Savior, is, is this the picture that you get? Or do you have um, a, a harsh, uh, warped view of Christ? You know, we've been talking about in this series uh, that we've been in, that um, it's the Tozier quote, you know, what you think about when you think about God is the most important thing about you. What you think about when you think about Jesus and how Jesus views you is one of the central uh, defining elements of how you view yourself. So Jesus describes himself here as lowly. And, th- and then he goes on to describe himself as lowly. Uh, the meaning of the word lowly here in this passage overlaps with gentle uh, and together these communicate a single reality about Jesus' heart. Um, the, the specific word here uh, for lowly is generally translated as humble uh, in the New Testament. But it's important to know, you know, we, we have our own definitions of, of humbleness, humility. Um, but typically throughout the New Testament, this specific Greek word, uh, doesn't refer to humility as like a virtue, as like I'm a, I'm a humble person. That's a, an attitude that I choose to express. But it, it's generally um, referring to humility in the sense of, of destitution or, uh, or being thrust downward in life. It's like a low station. But what is he getting at here? What is Jesus trying to communicate in saying that he is lowly? The point in saying that Jesus is lowly is that he's accessible. He's near to you. Jesus Jesus is God, and for all his resplendent, beautiful, dazzling glory, his holiness... Um, his uniqueness, his his otherness, which you cannot um, look past. But for all that, even considering all that, no one in human history has ever been more approachable than Jesus Christ. And why is that? Because there's 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 no there there's no hoops to jump through. There's no prerequisites to approaching Jesus. We see here in in this passage that the minimum bar, the the bar that you've got to clear to be welcomed into the embrace of Jesus is simply opening up yourself to him. That's all he needs. You don't need to 
unburden yourself or get your life in order or collect yourself and then come to Jesus. Your burden, this passage seems to point to the idea that that the burden that you carry is what actually qualifies you to come to Jesus. No payment is required. Christ says, I will give you rest. I will give you rest. The rest is a gift. It's not a transaction. We see, we see these two ideas in this passage. All who, all who labor and are heavy laden. So if you are laboring, if you are actively working to try to shoehorn your life into smoothness, to, 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 you're, you're, you are working so hard to try to make this stuff right. You are one who labors. Or if you're heavy laden, if you just passively find yourself weighed down by life, by situations that are out of your control. Jesus's desire is that you find rest. That you, Jesus's desire that you come out of whatever storm it is you're in is even greater than your own desire to get out of it yourself. Jesus says he's gentle and lowly. This is his own testimony about himself. He says, if you want to know what, what shapes my heart, what animates me, what, what gets me going in the morning, I'm gentle and lowly. It's who he is, tender, welcoming, open, accommodating, understanding, willing. He comes to you. If, if in our own lives, if we're asked to say only one thing about who Jesus is. We would be honoring Jesus's own teaching in this passage if we answer that question with, he's gentle and lowly. I hope that encourages you. I hope that, um, you know, if you're struggling with feeling worthy of of accepting Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, that you'll be reminded today um, that he is gentle, that he is patient and ready to receive you um, because his gentleness um, is an understanding that uh, is beyond our imagination. And, and he is lowly. He is not uh, far from you. He is near to you. He is accessible to you. He has lived this life uh, in a way uh, that we can't imagine, um, and he offers to you rest. Um, so as you go about your week um, and you uh, consider the struggles uh, of your life, I, I hope that you will be reminded that you have a Savior who is not far off from you but is so close and so ready um, to bear your burdens for you. Um, a lot of what I shared this morning comes from a book that I've been reading. Um, it's by uh, Dane Ortland, uh, and the book is called Gentle and Lowly. And, and really what I shared today just scratches the surface of how far this book goes to explore this idea of our Savior um, being gentle and lowly and accessible and how his heart is actually uh, uh, bent towards those who are suffering, uh, those who um, 
who are are lost and and needing relationship with him and that is exactly where he gets the most excited so uh, definitely check out that book um, and I hope that that will be a blessing to you uh, prayers for uh, the peach family hope that they uh, get to feeling better quickly um, and I pray uh, that you all have a blessed week until next time friends bye bye